0: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alamin. وَصَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَى مُحَمَدٍ وَعَلَى آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ وَسَلَّمْ We continue the explanation of the concise admonition, this classical admonition by Sheikh al-Islam Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, and this is class number seventeen. <coughs> and then he said, "وَأَمَّا مَا سَأَلْتَ عَنْهُ مِنْ أَضْبَلِ الْأَعْمَالِ بَعْدَ الْفَرَائِضِ As to your question." You know, this book was written based upon an answer, or it is an answer actually to a question by the person named Abu al-Qasim al-Maghribi who came to sheik al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah and asked him about what is the best of the righteous deeds uh, after, the, after the obligatory ones. Then Shaykh al-Islam said عنه, considering that which you asked about Min Bad al what constitutes the best of deeds after the obligatory ones then he begins to answer to this point. Now his saying Amal, the best of deeds after the Farah meaning Amal al the most recommended actions other than the obligatory ones. We know that the obligatory ones are fara'id, are obligated, bound, duty bound, required from everyone, and their reward intensifies and multiplies, depending upon their perfection and depending upon bringing them to manifestation in the best manners. And these obligatory acts are defined textually. They are defined textually. No one is exempted from them except by a legal permit a legal excuse from these are the salah is one of the fara'id the obligatory ones zakah the siyam of Ramadan the fast of Ramadan the hajj of the house the hajj to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the like from the obligatory ones and also abandoning al-muharramat the unlawful matters and al-fara'id are the most beloved actions to allah al faraid are the most beloved actions to allah azza wa jalla as came in the hadith in the hadith of abi hurairah in sahih al bukhari where the prophet said inna allah ta'ala qala li waliyan faqad adanthahu bil وما تقرب إلي عبدي بشيء أحب إلي مما افترضته عليه ولا يزال عبدي يتقرب إلي بالنوافل حتى أحبه فإذا أحببته كنت سمعه الذي يسمع به وبصره الذي يبصر به ويده التي يبطش بها ورجله التي يمشي بها ولئن سألني لَأُعْطِيَنَّهُ أعطينه ولئن استعادي لا أعذنه. الله سبحانه وتعالى said, whoever shows enmity to a, a friend of mine, a close righteous believer, I shall be at war with him. my slave does not draw near to me with anything more loved by me than the religious duties I have imposed upon him, the obligatory ones. And my slave continues to draw near to me with the super works so that I shall love him. And when I love him, I am his hearing with which he hears His seeing with which he sees His hand with which he strikes And his feet or his foot with which he walks Were he to ask something of me I would surely give it to him And were he to ask me for refuge I would surely grant him that So it means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give him success in his hearing, so that he hears all that which is good. And also with his sight, and also with his hand, and also with his foot, to all that which is beneficial and good. And the origin of wilaya, which came in the hadith, The origin of it is Al Qurb, nearness, closeness. And the origin of enmity is being far away. So the awliya of Allah are those who take by the means of nearness that draws them to Allah. And the enemies are those who are kept away due to their deeds. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala divided and classified the close of the righteous to Him into two types those who draw near to Allah by doing the obligatory actions, and this comprises the actual execution of the the duty-bound matters, and abandonment of the unlawful matters, because this, all of it, this is Duty bound, duty bound to obey and duty bound to keep away from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala considered to be forbidden. The second type is, those who, in addition to the execution of the duty bound matters, they come with the optional ones. And from these two types we know, in accordance with this hadith, that there is no path leading to nearness and closeness to Allah جل, and thus to His wilayah, and to His love, to attain His love, except through obedience, as legislated on the tongue of the messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم, as Al-Hafidh ibn Rajab said in the explanation of of this hadith he added that whoever claims closeness to Allah and nearness to Him and love of Him in ways other than this way then this proves that he is lying in his claim until he came to say Ibn Rajab That's why The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He said Mentioned in this hadith That the Levels I mean Of the Awliya Those close And near to Allah Are The levels are Two. One of them, those who draw near to him by executing the Al-Fara'id. And this is the level of those Al-Muqtasideen, those who follow a middle course. The people of the right hand and the second degree is the degree of those foremost in tawheed and in righteousness and those who draw near to Allah by executing the fara'id and also exerting the efforts in the optional acts of worship and abandon and relinquish the disliked matters and this necessitates the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to them. Then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah, said in his response, after this clarification as to what is the meaning of fara'id, and that the fara'id are the most beloved and the best of deeds, you know, the person who questioned, who who asked Shaykh al-Islam, he wanted to know about the actions other than the faraid. Then Shaykh al-Islam said as to those actions, فإنه Yahtalifu, they differ, باختلاف الناس فيما يقدرون عليه. They differ in accordance with the capabilities of what people can do And what they cannot do And what fits their timing Their times And thus he added And therefore It is impossible to have an answer A comprehensive one Detailed And tailored for Each one or for every person And this is This statement, although brief, but Sheikh al-Islam, rahimahullah, explained it in more details in other places of his works. Like, for example, in Majmu' al-Fatawa, volume 10, pages 427 to 429. He spoke about the best of deeds and that how they differ from a person to another and from conditions to others to other, and also they differ in accordance with the kinds of worship and so forth and then he explained what means that the best of these deeds vary in accordance with the types of worship like in the case where the type of salah is better t- than the type of recitation and that the type the kind of recitation is better than the kind of dhikr and the kind of dhikr remembrance is better than the kind of du'a and that they differ sometimes in accordance with timing recitation and remembrance and du'a after fajr and after asr are legalized but not salah and also they may differ in other ways for example knowing that a dhikr and du'a in ruku' and sujood is what is legalized but not recitation similarly remembrance a dhikr with du'a in tawaf in circulation while circulating the Kaaba is legalized in agreement however recitation during tawaf we know there is there is famous disagreement regarding it whether it's legalized or not and sometimes the deeds differ in terms of their excellence depending upon the places where they are conducted We know that it is legalized in Arafah And in Muzdalifah And by the Jimar And on Mount Safa and Mount Marwa To perform the Dikr And the Dua, but not Salah And the like. Similarly, the Tawaf Circulating the House of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for the one coming from from a place other than Mecca is better than performing the Salah, and that the Salah for residences for the residents of Mecca is better, and also the deeds and their excellence differ depending upon the level and degree and rank of the type of worship itself for example the jihad for men is better than hajj but for women their jihad is hajj and the married woman her obedience to her husband is better than Her obedience to her parents In contrast with The single one living with her parents Where she is commanded to obey them And sometimes The difference may lie Or may depend upon the ability of the person His ability or his incapacity Like, it would be better for him to conclude the worships that he is able to do And not to do those where he is not able to do Even though, what he is unable to do, he is unable to do, may be better in kind May be better in kind but relinquishing it because he is unable to do and to do that which he is able to do is better and he said that this is a vast matter people exceed the limits concerning it and follow desires meaning that there are those who If the deed is better for him, because it fits him, and it is beneficial to his heart, and obedience to his Lord, he wants to make it also the same, meaning to be the best deed for the rest of people. And he commands them to do the same and this is excessiveness and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi with the book and chikmah with the book and wisdom and he made him a mercy to his slaves and a guide commanding each person with that which is beneficial to him and from what preceded, it becomes clear that from the people there are those who, there are those whose voluntary contribution to teach the knowledge is better for them, while others, his share in Jihad is better for him, and still others in their physical acts of worship in Salah and Siyam is better for them. And what constitutes the absolutely best is that which is closer to the condition of the Prophet والسلام, outwardly and inwardly, because the best of speech is the speech of Allah, and the best of guidance is that of Muhammad Also, he said in the same volume when he was asked the following question: al-afḍal Which is better for the traveler to Allah? Isolation, seclusion, or mingling with people? He said, the truth of the matter is that although this is a matter of dispute between people, he said, the truth of the matter is that mingling sometimes is an obligation or mustahab recommended. and the same person may be sometimes, it may be an obligation upon him to mingle sometimes and to be isolated other times, and he said, this is understood totally, if the mingling if there is cooperation on that which is right and taqwa and piety in the mingling then in this case it becomes a duty bound and the opposite if there is cooperation on evil and transgression then this is forbidden so mingling with the Muslims in the kinds of worship like the five obligatory prayers the Jummah The Eid, Salatul Kusuf, the Eclipse, the for Rain, Istisqa' and the like is something commanded by Allah and His Messenger. Similarly, mingling with them in Hajj and in their conquest of the Kafirs and of the Khawarij, the rebellions. Even though the leaders under which they may mingle with may be wicked although even amongst these amongst these people whom they may mingle with under when they undertake these tasks there may be wicked ones also similarly congregations whereby the person increases in a state of iman or benefits from it or he may be a benefit to it and so forth all of these are, some, are either commanded or recommended depending and he said that but it's also inevitable that the person needs times where he is by himself in a state of du'a invoking Allah remembering him contemplating the deen checking himself correcting his heart and in matters which are very private to him in these he needs to be with himself either in his home or outside his home so therefore choosing mingling in general is wrong and choosing seclusion and isolation in general is wrong similarly Imam Ibn Al-Qayyim rahimahullah, spoke extensively about this important matter in his book Madarij Al-Salikin In volume 1, page 106 He classified that people Concerning the verse إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين You alone do we worship And you alone we seek for help He said, people regarding this are four types The first type are those who consider that the best of acts of worship are those the most tough on the self why because they argue that this makes it true worship because in this case it would be something away far away from being desirely or based upon desire looking for acts of worship that fits one's desires they consider that the best of deeds is and the most excellent is those that are tough and that this constitutes to them the reality of worship and that the second type are the second type of people are those who said the best of deeds of worship are seclusions, abandonment of this life, and the like, and that the second type or the third type, those who said that the best of deeds are those. which are those whose benefit transcends the person. So they said that being in the help of the poor, working for that which is beneficial for people, fulfilling their needs, carrying on their helping them in their daily needs giving them assistance in wealth and in prestige and, and the like they said this constitutes the best of deeds and then he came to the fourth type and he rahimahullah sounded strongly to favor this type in his discussion and at the fourth type he said that this is of those who said that the best of worship is to do that which is pleasing to Allah at all times as necessitated during these times Then he added that the best of worships in the times of Jihad is Jihad. Even though it may lead to the abandonment of the remembrances during the night prayer, and it may lead to the abandonment of fasting during the day, and even it may lead to in completion of the obligatory salah, as in the case of there is, if it is affected by security. And then he added, and that the best during the time when a guest comes to you is that you fulfill his rights and busy yourself doing this even though you may relinquish the recommended remembrances and similarly during the times of fulfilling the rights of the wife and the family and that during the times of the late night or the late nights the best would be busying oneself in salah and Quran and dua and dhikr and istighfar and that during the time of adhan the best would be to respond to the muazzin and relinquish the other types of remembrances that you may be doing and that the best during the times of the five obligatory prayer is seriousness and advise in performing it in the perfected way and to hasten to it in its early prescribed times and to go to the mosque and that the best during the times when someone is in need, is to go to give him help either by wealth or by your status or prestige or physically or the like. Preferring that for your, preferring that above your seclusion and your remembrances. And at the best of times, du- and at the best during the time of recitation of the Quran. Is To concentrate and contemplate As if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is addressing you with it So you collect your heart On understanding it and contemplating it And determining And be determined to Conclude its commands And that During the time of Arafah The best would be is striving in Dua and Remembrance and not to fast because it will weaken you and that during the 10 days of the hijjah the best is abundant worship, especially Takbir, Tahleel, Tahmeed this is better from better than the Jihad which is not this is in this case better than the Jihad which is not particularized on an individual and that the best during the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan is to stay at the mosque having a'tikaf and keeping away from mingling with people and as it as it is with many scholars it is considered better than coming to teach people even and that the best during the time when your brother is sick or if he dies is in the case when he is sick is to visit him and if he dies is to share in his funeral and you give this priority over your seclusion and that the best during the times of calamities and when people hurt you is to persevere and be patient while mingling with them without running away, because the believer who forbears the harm of people is better and mingles with them, is better than the one who does not mingle with them and they don't harm him and the best is to mingle with them in all that which is good and this is better than abandoning them in this case and that disassociating from them in matters of evil is better than mingling with them on that and if he knows that if he mingles with them he is able to minimize or remove such evil and change it then in this case it is better for him than keeping away from them فَالْأَفْضَلُ فِي كُلِّ وَقْتٍ وَحَالٍ and therefore what constitutes the best in each time and in each condition is doing that which is pleasing to Allah in that time and in that condition and busying oneself with that which is obligatory in that time and what is necessitated in that time and he said and this is the fourth type of the people who are on unrestricted way of worship absolute worship the types before are the people of restricted types of worship The people of this fourth type You see them going from one state of عبودية to another They are the ones who fulfill wa You alone do we worship and you alone we seek for help truly they are the ones who fulfill that they fulfill it in truthfulness and they are like the rain wherever it falls it's beneficial and they are like the date palm whose trees don't fall and all of it is beneficial even its forms. And they are in this sense beneficial for their strong stance against those who oppose Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his commands, and on their state of anger when they see the inviolable matters of the Deen being violated. They are the strangers upon. They are the strangers amongst the people, and in the next classes, inshallah, more will be discussed regarding this matter. Allah Taala Ala wa Alam wa Sallallahu Alayhi wa Ala alihi wa sahbihi wa Sallam.